It's Monday the 23rd of August. My name is Rich and this is episode 222 of FPL Surgery. For those not watching live on YouTube, it's about half an hour before the West Ham against Leicester game kicks off. So things might change slightly as we record, but we want to be regularly streaming now. So 7.30 on a Monday. So we should have some consistency, unlike last year. And <laughs> as always, and more importantly, I'm here with Dave. Hi, Dave. Much more importantly. Thank you very much for having me, Rich, as always. Um, headlines today. We've got some belters today. Have Chelsea smashed the template? Best strikers? Game week three captaincy? And word for word, this is what you've written on our schedule. Lots and lots of community questions this week covering Man City assets and budget defenders. <laughs> so those are our headlines. And I'm looking very much looking forward to that. Mass- I couldn't get it on the screen, to be honest. I just wrote questions. <laughs> if I'd known you were going to read it out word for word and blame me, I would have written it properly. But <laughs> Lots and lots of community questions coming up, guys. But first, we have a guest, Rich. <laughs> We do, yeah. So this week's guest, um, she's from Norway, so it's basically the home of FPL. In her first two FPL seasons, she finished 20k and 13k. So welcome to the surgery, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hi, thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Um, I, I know most good FPL managers seem to be from Norway. Is, is there a reason for that? <laughs> People always ask me that question and I have no idea what to answer because I think it's just people are good and because of we have a lot of good podcasts and everything like that as well. So there's a lot of information available for Norwegian players and they love the Premier League. So Are these like secret Norwegian podcasts that, that people <laughs> like myself just are unable to listen to? Yeah, because it's in Norwegian. It's like secret <laughs> that only Norwegians can unlock. Yeah, I've, I've seen like uh, Magnus Carlsen did a podcast maybe a week or two ago and I had to trust someone on Twitter translated it. And I was thinking, what if they're just lying, like lying about what you're saying? And <laughs> I actually saw exactly that thread. I think I, I didn't listen to the podcast myself, so I just trust him. <laughs> yeah. I would I would love I would love to get, find out that someone that's really, really into FPL, like so into it that they decided to learn how to speak a different language so they could get better at it. Like that's true commitment. I don't think I would ever get to that point but rich i could see you doing that like studying on duolingo or something like <laughs> an hour a night learning norwegian uh-huh go for it i believe in you mate you can do it you can do anything i'm, I'm rich. believe it or not i'm, I'm not that dedicated <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just i'll just trust i'll just trust people's translations on twitter and that, that'll do me um but, no, but thank you for coming on sophie um obviously we've got quite a bit to discuss today and i, I guess before we even begin we should mention uh, we're recording on monday and there's this government meeting on Wednesday regarding quarantine, etc. Mm-hmm. So th- a lot of stuff can change on Wednesday. So we're going to have to be careful with certain players. I keep reading different stuff. Like I heard earlier, Bowen and Ben Rama may be out of game week four. Salah may play game week four. Um, mm. it's, it's a bit of a nightmare. I mean, Sophie, how are you adjusting to all this news? Are you just waiting for Wednesday? Or... Actually, yeah, I'm I'm doing exactly that. I've, I've already made an early transfer, which was kind of stupid, but I was panicking. And yeah, uh, yeah but I have two tra- had two transfers this week, and I really didn't know how to spend one of them anyway. So uh, it was fine in that regard. And I'm just thinking, like, uh, I could have two transfers next week, and with all the news and everything, or I can use another one this week if everyone is out and I might early wildcard or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah a, a lot of stuff's in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're here, 
for the first time on YouTube watching us, thank you very much. If you're not watching us on YouTube, we do loads of graphics and cool stuff and show people who got stung in the eye like Rich last week. Um, so you're missing out if you're not watching. So yeah, that's my little YouTube plug. So we'll um, go straight into our, um, to our game which just gone. So Sophie, did you do any transfers this week and how did you do? Uh, no, I did zero transfers this week. I'm doing all right. I still have three players to go. Uh, but I'm at 40k at the moment, so it's pretty awesome. A green arrow. I'm on a red at the moment because I had a flying start last week. Um, so I'm hoping to reach a good rank at the end of this week if Venrama, Antonio, and Barnes deliver. You've got a lot of players playing tonight, yeah. so I do apologize. You happen to <laughs> that would have been quite a fun game to watch with three FPL assets. So. <laughs> We appreciate you being here, but maybe by the end of the episode, you'll be like top 10k. Yeah, and I could be like really happy. You could like hear my mood change. <laughs> yeah. I like that you've went for the Sufal bench because you've got Barnes there. I guess you probably would have done that anyway, though, right? Yeah, it's because I was uh, the Leicester and West Ham games. I just uh, I just had this feeling that there would be several goals both ways, so. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't really trusting West. I don't really trust West Ham's defense anyway, to be honest. So, <laughs> right, okay. So yeah, so it will probably be be like a nil nil game. So that would be awful for me, but it would be very typical. <laughs> it better it better not be nil nil because I think I've got the same players as you tonight, minus yeah. Antonio, unfortunately for me. Um, but what you said you were off to a flying star. What? How many points did you get last week? What we were all in like near a hundred. Right. 112. 12. Jesus. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I wonder you said it 4AK. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think yeah, I had a I was 31k after the first week and I've never been like that before. <laughs> it's good. It's a really good start. Um my only good season, which I'm still writing off uh 3 years later. Um yeah, I, I hit the same thing and you just kind of stay there and it's great and you don't you don't have to really like chase or do anything. It's magic. It's a magical time. <laughs> yeah, that's my goal for this season, to just have a good start and then chill from yeah, not having to catch up, which is... Uh... Unfortunately... In an ideal world, that would be the best, best way, to get a really good rank, and then you can just go a little template for the next, like, 30-odd weeks, cruising yeah, to a I top 10k. Yeah, the thing is just, like, getting the template right from the beginning and not, like, missing Antonio, yeah. for example, or those, yeah... I think yeah. it's not very easy to do, though. I think you'll have to get, like, really lucky to, like, be safe, like, top lucky. 5K, to get yeah. every player right, especially if you, if you roll a transfer in the first week as well, because you're trying to get that team right for two weeks. Yeah, the second week, oh, I mean, it, usually there's, like, sort of a deviance from the first to the second week where the second week is could be really bad if you've had a very good first week. I feel like that happens every season. Yeah. So I was really nervous for this week. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do well. <laughs> I think that was the the majority of people were thinking, you know, it's going to be a topsy turvy game week too. But I think everyone's kind of hit a simple. This is this seems like a normal game week to me, right? Like 50, 60 points, seventy if you're really lucky, forty if you were unlucky. Um, and then you've got also got three players still to go. So well done. And we'll move on to is it my team next? So it's on to you, yeah, Dave. The exact same points, the exact same everything, except for no Antonio tonight. Um, see if Barnes didn't show up. I had Wee Webster coming on for five points, so I wasn't. Wasn't too bothered, but yeah, no, I'm hoping that Barnes can do business. I want Barnes to outscore Antonio. Um, 
that would be the ultimate. But uh, I didn't make any transfers. I, I've got two free transfers now. Um, same same story. Um, so we'll move swiftly on to the lowest points of the night so far. So far. Lowest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on. I rolled a transfer in the end. I had a bit of a nightmare because um, the Gundogan news kept changing, and yeah. I was gonna replace Gundogan because I remember we did that headline last week about best Gundogan replacements. How could we forget? Yeah, it was it was a great segment. And then I, I didn't even end up doing a transfer. I was very close. I almost went for Deli Alley at one point. I almost went for Greenwood mm-hmm. as well. Rafinha was one, but obviously I was worried about this news about game week four and uh, Saar as well. So three of the four replacements all yeah. scored. I was going to so, say that there, you lowest score and lowest team value as well. Yeah, lowest <laughs> team value as well. So thanks for that, Dave. Um, but I have two two free transfers. I'm only like a, a point behind you as well, mate. So No, I know. I'm, I'm just getting them in as I can. Cause if Antonio scores tonight, you're in, you're in trouble. <laughs> no, I know. In a half an hour, it's going to go back. So uh, I'm just going to get them in while I can. Uh, yeah. Keep that no, rivalry up. I, I'm, I'm happy I rolled. Like, I, I showed a bit of patience there. So that's, that's a tick in my box, isn't it? So yeah. to speak. Well done. Yeah. All right, well so me. shall we do the uh, the first headline and get straight into Chelsea? Yeah, I actually wanted, though, I wanted to actually, before we go into everything, because we don't always spend time, you know, thanking the Patreons. So I just actually wanted to take a little bit more time today just to thank the Patreons. Um, you know, I was a Patreon myself long before I was ever even a guest on the show. And without those Patreons, you know, we wouldn't have been able to get the graphics done. We've upgraded our audio. Mm-hmm. Our videos got slightly better as well. And... More importantly, it stopped us having to do some, we've had some pretty, I don't want to say dodgy, some lucrative yet dodgy offers for, <laughs> you know, for sponsorship. And oh, we sponsorship. I was wondering where you were going relevant. with that. Like, obviously, we're partnered with Fantasy Football Hub, which we appreciate, and the link's in the description below. Mm-hmm. We want to do stuff that's relevant, you know, FPL merch, for example. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you, really. And we'll be doing a regular Q&As, and I think we're doing one later in the week as well. Yeah, me and you. So it's just it's just little things, but we appreciate the support. And now, now we can get into the headlines. Yeah, I put up on the screen the uh, the membership stuff just in case you're curious, and there'll be a link and all that stuff. But yeah, let's do oh, yeah, patreon.com do... forward slash FPL surgery. There you go. Um, all right, so Chelsea's first. Um, let me have a wee look. Yeah, um, so it's basically have Chelsea smash the template. We had a lot of questions about that, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, we did. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. A million, a million questions. Mark, Michael, Lindy, Paul Goldsmith. Do I have to read these all out? I don't. I really don't want uh, to. What we do, we we work through them. We work through them gradually. But okay, I think it. it's good if we all just all have a chat about Chelsea, really, because um, we can start with the first question, and we'll come to you, Sophie. So Mark's basically saying Chelsea look absolutely incredible in both defence and attack. Do we need three of their players before the Liverpool game or soon after? So I know you said you already did a trophy uh, transfer, Sophie, um, but are you looking at Chelsea? Uh, I am, yeah, but um, I won't be able to fit anyone in until uh, for next week. But I do think that, and people are sort of scared, or not scared, but some people are saying that like, oh yeah, it's it's Liverpool, so you don't really need Chelsea assets for the Liverpool game anyway, but they did not look very stable at the back against mm. Burnley. Mm. Uh, so I definitely think that uh, Lukaku can score um, one or two goals against Liverpool as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be rude to Liverpool fans, but um, yeah, so I can't get him in, right? Anyone from Chelsea in at the moment, but I'm definitely looking to get 
Lukaku in at some point, and uh, I think actually, I three three Chelsea players. That's fine, but they do rotate so much at the back with their defense that it's so hard to get that right. Yeah, it's going to be difficult because obviously James hauled and did really well, but I think the only people who are really going to be bringing him in are people who aren't too bothered about the fact that he might get dropped. And I know, Rich, mm-hmm. you had a lot of fun with him, and you, I guess, Sophie, had a lot of fun with him last season. Um, so for people who not only are aware of the rotation, but then also were burned last season. It's going to be difficult for, for anyone to jump on their defense. Um, but have you been, did you look at any of their midfields as options? Because obviously you could probably afford one or two of them, but um, what do you think about their midfields? Um, I'm I'm actually preferring Mount to Havertz at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but that's basically because of the rotation again. Uh, yeah, the golden boy. It's hard to say that any Chelsea player is nailed because uh, probably the person, the player that will play the most is Lukaku, but I also think that Mount is pretty close up to him. But those two are really the only Chelsea players uh, that are potentially all right FPL assets that I see as somewhat less rotation risks than the rest. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I think Mount is probably going to be the most nailed, even if he's a bit boring, isn't he? But that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if you're going to get those steady six mm. points every week it's funny um reese james because he annoyed me so much last season i actually and i hope i didn't get these stats wrong because i for people listening on the pod you might not realize i got a few stats wrong earlier um <laughs> but yesterday i looked this up because i remember every week i seem to be getting like one pointers or off reese james mm-hmm. so 38 premier league games last season and he made seven cameos that were 45 minutes or less and just three times he stayed on the bench then when you look at it under Tuchel as well, six of those seven cameos were under him. And he only remained on the bench once under Tuchel. And that was his very first game that he was in charge. I think it was shortly after James had come back from an injury as well. So the, I think the problem with him is he's always going to play. So you're always going to be prone to these one-pointers. Yeah. And as, as exciting as he is, I, I, I just can't go back there. Yeah. I just can't. At, at least the centre-backs probably won't get subbed on. I'm going to bring yeah, him. I yeah, had, um, I had, if Rudiger was probably the one I went for last season that had the least amount of like rotation mm. out of them. But the rest were just in and out all the time. It's impossible to predict. Yeah, I think Zuma might be getting transferred or they're trying to. So, excuse me, potentially we'll have a little bit more clarity on who the center back. But that's not really fun, right? If they're going to be playing with these flying fullbacks and watching James every week with and 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 the fact that you only have their center back that would be so rubbish and like yeah. I, you want that you want their attacking fullbacks I'm going to transition back into your team Sophie how would you plan on getting um Lukaku what would you have to do <laughs> I've I've made a few like mock um drafts I think I'd have to wildcard actually to get him in because yeah uh, because I've got so many like mid-priced midfielders, and uh, it's hard to—I mean, it's hard to get the strikers that I want without actually doing a completely doing a big surgery that doesn't. Yeah, it, it had to be a lot of minus points, or I could sell either Salah or Fernandez and upgrade Antonio or Ings. That could be a possibility, but I think that. I want a striker uh, front three that we will 
probably get to later, so I don't yeah. know if I should talk about it now or no, no, that's wait okay. for later. It just, but, it's a yeah. good point. Yeah, so my ideal front three going forward would probably be um, DCL, Lukaku, and Bamford. Right. Oh, Bamford like then that. added that. Not bad. So, um, so to get there, I'd probably have to go for an early wild card, and it's sort of been... Uh, lurking into my mind a lot more recently. Oh, really? It is the, the, the one benefit I can see of having Mares is yeah. it does make it a bit easier to get the money out of the midfield and then get it up front. Because even if you've got Son, obviously a lot of people are going to want to keep Son this week. There's mm. good reasons to keep him because he's probably going to be a captain option. Yeah. So Mares owners might find it a little bit easier to get him. I mean, you've obviously you've got Ings and Antonio, so at least you've got quite a lot of money up front as well if you wanted yeah. to stick, I guess, with, with the three five two. But then people have a lot of issues at the moment with their defenders. You know, a lot of defenders people picked, like Ben White's got COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Simicas may well be out in the cold now. Um, it's it's been a bit of a brutal week after after what seemed like such an easy week last week, where everyone was just rolling. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the international break and all the people who potentially won't even be available for game week four. Yeah, you know it's mad. But let's let's pretend. I mean. If you had a different team and you could get to Lukaku for, for a minus four and you weren't losing much, would you want to go for him now? Or would you would you just wait? You know, wait a week, wait two weeks? Because obviously he's got Villa at home next week, so it's going to become more tempting, I reckon, at this yeah. point next week to I jump think on him. Get him now. You're getting him before a lot of other people, and mm-hmm. and you're sort of getting ahead in a way because his ownership is only going to, going to rise. And I think that he's, he already showed yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah it was. Uh, or in the weekend, for those listening to the podcast, <laughs> that um, that he can score, he can hat trick basically any game. And that's what you want. But the problem is that we have so many premium assets that look good. So yeah, it's a tough one. But um, I was... <laughs> trying to look at my dad's team to see how he could fit Lukaku in and he could do it with a minus four and that was very tempting. Are you are you controlling your dad's team as well? No, I, I just I just want to help him. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Amazing. We just kinda answered Paul Goldsmith's question. Use a few transfers to get Lukaku in or wildcard to get him in. I have two seven point fives, one six point five, blah 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 blah. Yeah, so I think the the Hard part is deciding when you're going to be wildcarding because I was I don't remember who it was on Twitter, but someone said something like, "It's annoying that I don't know whether I'm going to be wildcarding in for game week four or not because it means I could use my two free transfers now to target game week three and then wildcard and redo my team and bring in Lukaku." Um, so what my question for you guys is is if you were to say that wildcarding is the only way to get in, when would you would you do that this week with two free transfers? The fact that you have two free transfers kind of feels like you're wasting one just to wildcard, but I don't really know. What do you guys think? Rich, go first. Me, I mean I I, I can't see a reason to wildcard this week. There just seems to be too much stuff up in the air. I mean, obviously the Kane situation's still not sorted. And I'm sure we'll get onto him him later as well. Um, but that's not sorted. We've got all this stuff going on with you know this red list um mm-hmm. with players traveling abroad yeah. I, I can't see a reason to do it i'd rather do like a minus four or even a minus eight if you, if you had to do it if your team was in a total mess and you had some random players um that not a lot of money people have because i mean obviously i think the biggest problem people might have is defenders so i'd put all transfers towards them before anything else and yeah. just try and get to the international break 
What about you, Sophie? No, I'm thinking about I'm thinking the same thing. I think it's a bit risky to activate the wild card now when there's so many questions open in the air. The transfer window is still open. There's still, I mean, two game weeks isn't a lot to base decisions on. I yeah. do think that we can. We know Lukaku well as a player, and we, I think he, it's pretty safe to say that he is a good fit for that Chelsea team. But, um, but there's still a lot, a lot of unanswered questions. So I would feel a lot better just waiting one extra week for more information, basically. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm 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 gonna try and not wildcard. I know we talked about it a lot, and I was gonna do it early, but there's so much stuff, there's so much information we don't know. Um, I think what what worries me yeah. big time as well with with Lukaku is if I did a big move to get Lukaku this week, and then suddenly I want Kane next week. Unless I deliberately keep a million in the bank, it's gonna cause more trouble, and then we're gonna be here next week. Like, oh, shall I do a min- another minus four or minus eight to get Kane? Yeah. Yeah. So you can make. I, I guess I can make my team worse, even though it's obviously it's not in the best position right now. My team. I mean, it's not horrific, and I think that's why I'm I'm happy to wait. I can't see him getting a hat trick against Liverpool, which would obviously be the worst case scenario, and I'd lose seventeen, you know, seventeen points against quite a small percentage of owners who've got him. Yeah. Also, if people jump on him too early, they might be ruining their own teams, and yeah, then my team's people better out. for it. Yeah, that's true. You're you're when when you're when you're going template, you're against people who are trying to deviate. The best thing you can do in that situation is just sit tight and let other people make mistakes. Um, that definitely helps you get ahead of like the the first couple of game weeks. But the last question on Chelsea, just coming through these, should I keep believing in Havert? Says Michael. Now I really like this question because it it's not about us getting one of them in. It's it should I keep Havertz? Like if you had Havertz in your team instead of Barnes, say. Um, and for you, Rich, instead of Mares, would what would you do with Havertz? What would you do, Sophie? If I had two transfers, I would be very tempted to sell. Yeah, who would you go There's for? There's possibility of like getting, for example, DCL up mm-hmm. top. That would be a transfer I would be very tempted to make. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, I think hasn't hasn't he dropped in price as well? Yeah, he's eight point four now instead of eight point five. So that's quite a lot of money in Chelsea too. So I don't, would... from... Sorry, I don't have a massive problem with him. Like if someone needed to keep Havertz, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. But I guess the problem is, at, I mean, a good thing at the moment is obviously Pulisic is out with with COVID. That's not going to last beyond the international break. You wouldn't have thought. Mm. Then the other thing is obviously Werner could still play. Ziyech has come back from his injury already. Mm. So with Lukaku in that eleven already, it is looking a little bit crowded, but. Yeah, I'd only do it if if I had a spare transfer going. Yeah, I think I'd get rid of him immediately. Actually, What's going on, DJ? <laughs> Can you hear my boiler as well? This is all kicking off here tonight. <laughs> I do yeah, apologise. So it's like a kettle going on behind you. You're making a bit of a tea. Um, <laughs> it's the boiler. That's funny. All right. So anything else before we move on with Chelsea? Any last points? I think that's a good. I I agree. I would get rid of him. I would get rid of him because like there's so many good players and. You're already spending a million more than what Jota and Greenwood both were, who are smashing it. I, I, you'd be looking on and and hoping that they fail every week. Meanwhile, Havertz has only started one game in two. I'm like, yeah, he'd be off. He'd be off my team. I wouldn't go for Jota though. I don't think just because obviously they're playing Chelsea. 
Oh yeah, no, I just mean it'd be difficult yeah. to like spend an, a there's, million more than these guys. <laughs> it's funny with someone like Mares because I actually don't think there's that many good midfielders standing out right now at that kind of price, unless you drop down quite low. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like from between six point five and ten, there's only the six point five, seven point fives, but no one else. Yeah, I think that. once you get beyond seven, I found it quite difficult actually. Hmm. Until but you get to like the Brunos or the you know Salas. You could get to Mount though from uh, Harvard's. Yeah, was he? Seven, isn't he? Yeah, and he's less of a rotation risk. I actually, I'm sort of like after watching highlights from the Chelsea game, I was sort of like thinking, huh, maybe maybe he can become more of an exciting asset this year because of Lukaku being in. Mm. Um, because he gets m- more assists when there's someone to finish them. <laughs> yeah, So So I'm sort of like trying to look at these um, playmakers who might actually increase in appeal due to um the strikers yeah i'm trying to think i don't think i would do that though if i was going if i had havertz and i was then and and i was looking at mount i I would be very different i would if it was between keeping havertz or moving him for mount i'd probably keep havertz because it's such a sideways transfer um, but if you have two transfers but if i do transfers and you can use the extra money up top to get dcl for example yeah. That's like the move I have envisioned in my mind. I can see that. I can actually see that. If you're using, if you're putting the money to good use, because you're probably right, you are getting a player who's who's more nailed. You'd be 0.2 um, million short. Yeah, if, if you had one, one transfer, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah. play. There you go. That's your answer. In detail, Michael. Well done. Good good job sending that question in. Um, shall we move on to headline two? Yeah, headline two. So obviously we've touched on some points already, but basically it's it's the best strikers. So obviously with Lukaku doing well, you know, Kane got some minutes off the bench and by all accounts looked pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Calvert-Lewin was the talk of the town on Saturday until Lukaku you know, did did what he did. We got like fixture swings for Jimenez. Ings has scored in, in both games. Antonio, hopefully we'll get a hat-trick tonight. So <laughs> it, basically, which strikers do we want? And I guess how many as well? Um, I mean, Sophie, which, which three did you say you wanted? And is it is it set in stone, those three? It's not set in stone, but it, it's sort of like, I'm sort of planning like from game week four, who would my ideal front three be? And that's sort of with the fixture swings and everything. I would like Bamford, uh, Lukaku, and I would like DCL. I, what, what, what's the thinking on Bamford then? It's just because the fixtures are changing. It's, it's their fixtures, yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, and like, I don't know. On to- you have West Ham, you, with West Ham, you've got the Europa League coming up, which mm-hmm. sort of, and you've got Antonio's injury hamstring thing. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ings to me hasn't really, I mean, he can, he's, he's a goal scorer, but Villa haven't looked that, um, convincing to me and uh, their fixtures also turn for worse uh so so it's like that or i mean Jimenez could also be an option but wolves haven't scored yet so i'd like to see that happen first because they <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah uh, ings sorry. i don't want to say he's been lucky because he's not it's not lucky and i don't own him so i might sound bitter but obviously he scored a 98 he's... minute penalty because el Ghazi was off of the pitch obviously the bicycle kick was incredible yeah, but he's not going to do those every week. You wouldn't have thought. No. I mean, maybe, maybe you will. Um, so I guess it's just trying to eliminate. There's so many will. good strikers at the moment. It's trying to eliminate. You know, we haven't even mentioned like Wilson, for example. Yeah, he's got he's... You know, pretty good fixtures. Yeah, and I, I still don't think Tony's done much wrong. I mean, I've got him. I am looking at 
moving him out potentially, but it's only because there's other players I think are slightly better. Yeah. I'd have no problem keeping him. I mean, he's, he's still on penalties. He's getting lots of shots. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the, the problem with Tony is like, if you're on a three, five, two and you've got Tony as one of your guys, the mm-hmm. chances of you having Ings or Antonio or Wilson, maybe even, um, as your second and uh, out of two strikers, then it'd be really difficult to to keep Tony knowing that you know DCL is only you know a little bit away. If you had Mares, you could downgrade, etc. Like you, you you've kind of limited yourself on how many strikers you can get, and because strikers are doing so well at the start of the season, there's a mad dash. We've seen Ings go up in price, Antonio go up in price, DCL go up in price. Um, so it's getting increasingly more difficult to bring them in. Um, having said that, I still don't think that having three strikers is the right choice, considering of how many midfielders are actually viable right now. Um, but I, I think I might be biased because I started three five two, but I just can't see a world where I would upgrade my my rubbish four point five million striker because there's just so much money. Um, are we all three five two just now? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. Are you guys thinking just... about upgrading Scarlet or whoever it is Obafemi? The thing is, though, I think maybe maybe it's even better than saying the best strikers is we need budget enablers as well. You know, if we're talking about like Lukaku, Bruno, Salah, you need some cheap players in there as well. And that's why Tony, I think, is quite good because he's cheap. I mean, there's Pookie as well. We might get Armstrong when the fixtures yeah. fixtures change. But, I mean, if we want to go with like three, like the best three strikers, we've then got to find some cheap players elsewhere. Yeah. 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 So I or think Tony fills that role quite of- well. What were you saying? Or downgrade the amount of premiums. Yeah, but no yeah. one wants to do that. That, that. Like, think of it. Salah and Bruno combined to get, like, th- what, 40 points or something game week one? Imagine not having one of them. That would suck. Yeah, but then imagine having Tony every week because you've got um, Bruno Fernandes. Like, <laughs> it's, it's getting that balance, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so are we all kind of targeting DCL? He's 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 been in my thinking so much, and... I didn't know he was on penalties, and then he came out and said that not only did he take this one, but that in, in an interview he said that he was on penalties, like they talked about it before the season started. So if he's on penalties and every cross is going to him, and he's basically their talisman now, um, is there anything missing? Like, have I missed anything? They're, like, he's amazing, right? This is like one of those things where last time when you didn't get DCL, he suddenly went up by 0.5 million and you didn't you weren't able to get him for ages and then you missed out on so many points and then by the time you got him in he was over <laughs> so are yeah. you guys thinking about jumping on him anytime soon sophie he's probably my first priority at the moment actually yeah uh, even though i think lukaku is great and all that but it's just a money thing it's easier for me to go from ings to dcl than it is for me to go from ings to lukaku without ruining my team and is it uh, ings? so he's basically number one yeah is it ings that you're going to be getting rid of is and and would that be this game because obviously we we got ings knowing the first three game weeks were his kind of in the bag and then most of us are looking to move him on and myself included so is that thinking from this game week on or next game week or what do you think game week because i i'm all right with sitting with ings against Brentford. that would be sort of it feels like a weird transfer to make before that game for me so very patient not too worried if he goes up in price, for example, again, DCL. We'll get the money somehow. <laughs> we'll find I, it. I think, I mean, I think, you know, DCL, he's a brilliant option. Obviously, he's had a lot of shots. Over, It's been two 
pretty easy games, to be fair. But now we know he's on penalties. The problem I got in with, with him is the price. Just because I'm looking at other players, I'm look. I, I know I'm going to want Lukaku. It may be Kane as well, and I, I just feel like if I bring Calvert Lewin in, very shortly I'm going to be like looking at ways to get that money out. You know, I'm going to be looking at ways of bringing him down to a six million striker so I can get a better striker in in the other sl- striker slot that I've got. I just mm. I, I want to be taking money out of my team. I don't want to be putting money into it. So I think it's just a case of not being able to afford it because I would have to lose Trent or Bruno or Salah if I get Calvert-Lewin in and then want Lukaku or Kane. Is that because you started with a 7.5 million striker and a 6.5 million striker? Because most of us have Ings, it's a really easy transfer, right? If if Simicast goes up by 0.1 million tonight, it means I could do Simicast and Ings to DCL and the guy that starts with L from Southampton that I can't pronounce yet, that I haven't been practicing, <laughs> Livermento yeah, or whatever. Livermento. But yeah, um, no, I mean, with that, I mean, I think if anything, I'm annoyed I don't have Ings, so I can't, apart from not getting his points, um, I'm annoyed because I, it's harder to go up because I'm going to have to go up probably from Tony because I don't want to lose Antonio. I think he's, while he's fit, you know, he's not going to leave my team. Yeah. But if I want to get to Lukaku or Kane, I need to get money into Tony, Tony up to them. And if I had Ings, I'd be going up as well. I just feel like Calvert-Lewin, I'll never captain. He's had two easy games and I do think he's brilliant. I do think he's brilliant, but he's also not very good for bonus points. He's a bit like the opposite of Danny Ings. He misses a lot of big chances. <laughs> so yeah. his goals aren't worth as much as some other strikers are. Um, and obviously I'm not complaining if my striker scores, that's that's brilliant. So there's just reasons I personally wouldn't get him as great as I think he is. And Who... it's not because of my structure. So who's your top three then? Or top two then, if you're counting your structure. Okay, so mine would be Antonio, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, we're saying this during during the West Ham game. We've only seen him play once. Yeah, and his... he's he's actually possibly lost penalties. Then That's it's true. Kane or Lukaku, one of those two. Right. So you're kind of because it seems like you've you've positioned yourself to the point where you don't want to be spending money elsewhere. You we don't want to be going up to DCL because you're thinking about getting Lukaku. So does that, that kind of tells me that you you don't want a wild card at all. You don't want a wild card to get Lukaku. It's not in your thinking. No, no, I don't think my team's bad enough. I haven't made enough mistakes, surprisingly. So I'm, wild card's not on my mind at all. And I, I guess think I'm going to leave it a few, few more weeks. I plan to wild card early. I just don't think I need it. Yeah. And so, yeah, so basically, I mean, I did last week, I was looking at ways to get Son and that's why I rolled a transfer and now it's changed and I'm actually looking at ways to possibly get Kane, otherwise Lukaku. So I just feel like I don't want to get a player in that I just know I probably won't want to hold long term. I think, I think trying to get Kane is going to be extremely difficult with the money that you've got. Like, who would you upgrade? I've got, I've got a way. Hold on, let me yeah, get your team up. Show I'll, us. I'll save it for the end, but oh, there, okay, there is fine. a way. There right. is a way. Obviously, there's a lot of question marks. When there's a will. There's a way. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the question. So for my team, it's it's that. I mean, overall, I mean, best three strikers obviously would be Kane, Lukaku, and Antonio. But <laughs> yeah, it's and fun. obviously there's a lot of question marks over Kane, so that's probably a bit silly to say that. But yeah, that'd be that'd be my three. Did you say your three, Dave? Um, no, but I think if I was going to go for someone like Lukaku, then I wouldn't have to. Ha- I wouldn't have a third because you know the money means that it would be impossible for me to upgrade a third striker to that. Yeah, would mine, would be be a, mine would be a 3-5-2. Yeah, so I think I would w- probably want DCL and Lukaku, um, which means some heavy transfer downs. Um, it means you either lose some defenders or you've got some like six mil mids. Yeah, so I'd probably have to get rid of Shaw 
and I would probably have to go from Mares to like yeah um Odegaard or something of that Sar maybe those that kind of price and just bring them right down but then what I was looking at when I was doing all those mock things that we all do we all tinker as soon as Lukaku scored we were like right let's see it <laughs> like just in case and um see if I was to do that my team would be so rigid because I'd literally sucked money out from each position. It would be so hard for me to then be like, oh, you know, even if I wanted to upgrade someone by 0.5 million, perhaps, I it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an option. I would I would be totally pigeonholing myself to three premiums and no money elsewhere. And then the next player to to take out, if I was to do that, would be uh, a Trent or a or a Salah or something. Um, and that would be too difficult. So it's actually put me off getting a third premium because of that like I, I'm, I've been thinking about it and like you said we were all talking about Son game week one and you know Mares to Son is only one million and now we're looking at like I'm thinking of actually just downgrading them and getting DCL for Tony and just like leaving it at that um, I've got some stats for the shots uh, since game week one so Calvert-Lewin's on nine then Jimenez on eight funnily enough and then Lukaku on eight after one game week which is crazy um wilson seven charleston six vardy six and then all the way down at three is ings hilariously um so for me ings get taking ings out oh yeah and tony's on five tony's on five um in 180 minutes so for me i think it shows the value of tony yeah he's getting shots and that included like that first game against arsenal where he didn't have a single shot Funnily enough, also, I was going to add is that Armstrong, the new Armstrong um, at Southampton's got five as well. Obviously, he won't be on penalties, but um, yeah, something to know. Really? Who's who's their penalty taker usually? Um, Well, it was Ings, wasn't it? And then it would probably be Ward Prowse. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be Ward Prowse. Yeah. But I mean, it it could be Armstrong. It could be Armstrong. And then he becomes value. Obviously, Pookie at 6 million could be on penalty. So I think there's so much value in these cheap strikers still Mm. when the fixtures turn. That's why I'm just thinking about the cheaper ones. Yeah, I kind of want to do Mares down, Tony up, and then then change Ings to DCL next week and just just be okay with that that dynamic in the team. Um, Last but not least, people have been talking about this um, getting Vardy as like a kind of stepping stone to Kane or Lukaku, considering we don't have many oh, now he likes it. options. <laughs> I didn't say I like it. I don't like it. I'm just saying that it is an option. Um, I know you were looking at it for game week one, Rich. <laughs> um, but now it's a, a legitimate talking What do you think point. about that, Sophie? Something like Vardy, because he's got Norwich, hasn't he? And then you could move on to one of maybe Lukaku afterwards. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's... Uh... If you've got the transfers, then that's fine. But it's also, you know, the sort of thing with, like, selling, uh, you know, prioritizing transfers where your team needs it, like, taking out the weakest link instead of yeah. players that are actually doing fine and have great good tra- good uh, fixtures. That's sort of my thing, like, why would, I, why would I sell Ings before Brentford, for example? Or, I mean, that depends on who, you, who you're eventually or considering taking out for Vardy if it's someone who hasn't been performing then that's fine but if if you've got a striker there who has a good fixture it's probably not a transfer I would prioritize especially since you would probably be using two transfers and then you'd be stuck with just one transfer after the international break yeah no I think it's a good point I think it was more of a game week one idea 
um, when he had that Wolves fixture. I don't think it's one. I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't do that now. Even you though I loved it, it when we won. You could do it. Mara's down someone up to Vardy. You could do it. I, w- I wouldn't do it. So the reason Sophie said, you know, exactly why with the internet, it's just wasting transfers. Yeah. Completely wasting transfers for a player. Yeah, I don't know if I'd even trust him. Hmm. All right. Fine. So I'm... Should we move on to our <laughs> third headline? Yeah, go for it. Well, it's nearly the piss break. So let's go for the piss the break. break. Yeah. Then and we'll then come we'll back sort. and we'll do our third headline, which is Game Week 3, Captaincy. Perfect. See you guys in a bit. Welcome back. And we'll get straight on to our third headline, which is Game Week 3 captaincy. As I think, obviously, last week was a bit of a 50-50. Game Week 1, everyone seemed to go for Salah. But this week, it seems to be a lot of division. There's a lot of people going for players others don't even own. So, this, I mean, this could be a big week to get the captaincy right. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think we'll start with, we'll just discuss, I mean, Sophie, I mean, do you know who you're going to be captain in? Or are you torn between a few different players at the moment? I'm not really torn at the moment. I okay. have one who stands out to me, and that's Antonio from the players I have in my team. And I trust him for captaincy, so, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because I've actually, with the players I've got in my team at the moment, I've, I've got Antonio as well. And obviously mm-hmm. we're recording during their game against Leicester, so I guess that could change it, especially with his dodgy hamstrings. Um, <laughs> meme strings. Meme Definitely. strings, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what about you, Dave? We've had two two answers the same there. Are you thinking the same? Oh, you don't have Antonio. I don't own him. That's very interesting. I didn't expect so to come Rama? on here. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not on Ben Rama. Um, I'm thinking about just captaining um, against Wolves, to be honest. Like, Bruno, I, do, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I mean... It's a, it's a tough week. It is a very tough week. I, at first, I was thinking about when we were doing the eight simple rules and we had a few managers on who said that they would take hits, but only if it was for uh, a, a captain change. And yep. so I started looking at who I would like to captain this game week, which is why I brought up Vardy, um, which is why we've been talking about, you know, uh, strikers has been good because I think like DCL, Brighton, Brighton have looked okay, but DCL would be an option if I had him. He's been playing well as on penalties, etc. Mares is an defensive numbers are, pretty good Brighton no I I know I know I know but and then if you, and then you've got um Mares against Arsenal and Arsenal's defense has been woeful and Mares didn't start last game week so there's a good chance he starts this game week no I... <laughs> do you know what I've been doing all day because I've got Mares uh-huh and so I've been scouring every Man City article I can find like the forums um Man City forums I've been reading people's opinions and apparently Jesus did so well on the right wing, oh, a lot really? of people think he might play there again. And then looking at Mares, I went through all his Premier League games last season and obviously this season as well. He only seems to play on the right for Man City. So if Jesus, has someone scored? Yes, uh, Ben Rama assist. Off of oh. Nels. There we go. Yes. Live. Live. Um, but yeah, so if, if I go for... Um, Give me that apple juice. <laughs> down, yeah, down, down, down the apple juice. I'll get my water on the go. But yeah, sorry to interrupt you with that, Dave. It's just just with Mares, I just think Jesus won't 
Oh, no, that's a good Jesus, point. He just right. might play over Mares, and there's enough doubt in my mind now that I might actually sell Mares. Yeah, you my made original me think about that. Roll. All right. This is incredible. It has yeah. been incredible. So there's definitely, I think, they have a point. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, totally and that's agree. What it's, I, it's... I mean, because I had the day off work, so I, that's <laughs> what I've been doing. When I've been on my phone, I've just been reading the Man City forums. The and... amount of messages I have received about football today from Rich has been incredible <laughs> i've never seen the man work so hard well, and then it, at the end of the, at the end it was like five o'clock you messaged me being like yeah i've been off today i don't know if you could tell <laughs> like, mate i had to mute you i had to mute your whatsapp um so I'm okay fine. The game so, three, right? <laughs> so man city's out then i don't really have any uh options to bring in i mean sorry I can, to burst your bubble no, there. no that's fine i'm glad so i don't really have any asked i'm just going down the fixtures aston villa versus brentford i wouldn't i probably wouldn't captain ink well what about Ings? Brentford's defences look pretty good, though. Two clean sheets. Ings is popular. I'll I tell you what. If you put the screen up that I sent you... Oh, yeah. It's, it's quite it's quite useful, actually. Well, I think it's useful. So, um, the Hub have got a prediction tool. So, uh-huh. for how many points players will get in game week three. Then I've gone on Mikko Topram's algorithm and put the points that he's got as well. And, I mean, basically, I've just very simply added, added those together to give them a score. And Mikel's... Um, algorithm obviously is brilliant and is very accurate. However, his captain algorithm isn't normally out until about a day before the deadline. So it is only based on, um, you know, currently what we know now. So Mikhail's could change dramatically, to be fair. And obviously you can access Mikhail's um, algorithm at patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm. And we're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks during the international break, hopefully. But just for the audio listeners, we've got Kane and Son are actually top. So what we've done is, like like I said, Hub give a rating of 8.4 points to Kane. Mikel's algorithm gives him 6.3. Added them together, that gives us 14.7. Kane and Son are clearly ahead of third place, Antonio. Then we've got Bruno, Ings, Vardy, Salah, Wilson, Deli Alley, Bamford, Bowen and Mares. I am so, not good enough at math to tell you why. Live on a pod without making myself look dumb but I reckon math people are going to hate that you added those together. <laughs> I mean, the other way, I could have done, I could have done an average because yeah, obviously that's, they're, that's based, the one. They're, ba- they're based on different things. I mean, if you want an average, you could just half the total because it's an average of two and I, I haven't got a math degree. No, 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 it's, okay. um, it's all right. But yeah, no, this is interesting. So Kane and Son, that's a good reason why to bring in Son for Maris though and downgrade downgrade someone like Shaw. I would, I, I've been wanting to downgrade him since I put him in my game week one team to be honest um antonio i'm really upset i don't have him because you guys will have him he'll be a heavy captain it's going to be even worse than today um but bruno's still up there quite a bit which i like because he was he's in he's my captain just now i think um or he's been the one on my mind 11 11.7 he's only just behind antonio who's got a much better fixture um are you guys not worried about like captaining a premium are you not worried about obviously bruno's going to be highly captained where you you're going to be sitting on antonio does that worry you at all anyone no worries so um, i mean the, the price sorry i mean the price doesn't impact on me at all the price doesn't matter all that matters is points and there's a lot of interesting things here because obviously hub project salah for example at 4.2 mm-hmm. mikhail has salah a lot higher in his algorithm at 6.28. I mean, he's basically, Mikel at the moment, and it could change, he's got him about third or no, fourth in his, whereas Hub's got him a lot lower. Yeah. Like a, a lot lower. 
Um, but no, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. And um, I might be captain in the premium player anyway. I've just really, it's, you know, who, who are the best captains? And it's just surprising. Spurs are, you know, home to Watford. They are above and beyond using this ahead of players like Antonio, Bruno, Ings. I mean, Sophie, does it change your opinion at all on Antonio or just reinforce it? Actually, it reinforces it because I don't have Kane or Son and I yeah. don't really see myself getting them either. And I was a bit mm-hmm. surprised Antonio was so highly up there. But Antonio and Bruno or actually Greenwood have been the three guys that I've considered. But I just think, like, if you disregard the price and just look at the fixture and the player, I think Antonio is a good could be a good shout. And I like... Palace as a fixture better than I like Wolves as a fixture or an opponent opponent for my captain to face. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I agree. And it's, it's also just Kane being top of this. This is why I'm thinking. And I mean, Dave mentioned it earlier, obviously, with the eight simple rules, people, a lot of top managers are saying they, they only really do hits if they're bringing in the captain. So, and obviously Spurs are playing, I think it's on, on Thursday as well. So I might want to see what team they put out there. Because if it's a load of kids and Kane... It's a lot more risky. Or if Kane actually looks like he's going to sign for City, it's more risky. But this is why I'm actually thinking maybe I could get Kane in for a hit instead of Lukaku. Yeah. Captain him. And then it's easy to go to Lukaku if you've got Kane or you've got Kane, you know, at, at City if he does get sold. I'm and so his excited. pictures at Spurs aren't bad. I'm so excited <laughs> to see how rubbish your team's going to look of you trying to get in Kane this week. You're like, I've got a way. I'm like, no, no way. <laughs> it's going to look horrible. I, I can tell. You see, um, I mean, captain's so important. And obviously, oh, I guess yeah, if there's risk over Kane's minutes, it's important. And, I, you know, you could get him in and completely mess it up. Yeah, but this is where we I should think... put the warning sign that says, don't do what Rich is going to do. Let's just watch or, Rich do or it. Or might do. Or might do. I'm being a lot more patient this year. Mate. Yeah, so far, can we too? Oh, that's also something I wanted to point out with the thing that we've got on the on the screen is that this is based on Kane having two games but only played a little bit of minutes. This Son played 180, but Antonio, as per when this was screenshotted, had only played 90 minutes. So, so this is based on one game for Antonio. Yeah, I don't know two. how much the models will update. I mean, obviously, they'll update slightly. Like, Mikel will update his model tonight, for example. I don't know how often Hub update there. So, obviously, it could be tweaked slightly, but it, I don't think it's going to change dramatically. What we should do is tweet it out then, maybe later in the week, and just uh, like update it if it if it Can does change. Question? Yeah, like, go for it. Emma? Uh, son, he was taken off after seventy six minutes, was it? Mm-hmm. Walking gingerly, yeah. I heard. Yeah, and I read some things about like maybe a tight hamstring. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that Son is a great captaincy shout this week against Watford. Watford have looked horrible in defense at least this uh, this weekend they did mm-hmm. um, but there is yeah i saw ben dinnery put out a tweet about um there being some slight doubts over uh, that he had like a tight hamstring before the game yeah i'm on ben dinnery's website just now it says no return date uh currently being assessed 50 percent status uh, august 22nd the manager said in the warm-up he had a strange feeling but he was okay to play uh, i don't know let's assess him and I didn't realize he was injured. I'm walking away. I'm sorry. So the manager doesn't seem to be too aware of him being sore when he was leaving. But then he was asked the question, which mean, which screams to me that he wasn't told that Son was injured as soon as Son came off, which yeah. might, which makes me think that it, it wasn't as serious. As, you know, I, I think Son... he was injured. 
in the warm up before the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but if it was if it was like if they brought Son off and and they were worried about it, the first thing they do is go to the gaffer and be like, "By the way, Son looked like he was in pain God, yeah. there." Do you know what I mean? But but Although it was weird the they subbed him off at all. So well, he was they must have been slightly worried. You'd have thought. I don't know. I don't know. But that all adds again to Kane. Like if Son is ruled out, and it sounds like he's not going to be ruled out, then Kane's surely going to start unless he's very close to the transfer to Man City. But then he's just played some minutes. So yeah. It's, it's like a lot of stuff on this pod. It's going to be, you know, one to monitor. Obviously, we've got to wait till Wednesday for see what the government says. Yeah. And then we've got to see what goes on with Son and Kane, obviously, on, on Thursday. And then the press conference is on Friday. Yeah. But it's, it's just interesting that these special. Spurs players are so far ahead on the algorithms. Yeah. yeah. What did I think you after what you said, it sounds like Son is should be fine. He probably will be. Because I think mm-hmm. there would be a much bigger um, kerfuffle about it yeah. to the manager. Yeah. In the end of this segment, though, in this headline, um, I am no closer to picking a captain. <laughs> I really wanted to come on here tonight and then you guys tell me a bunch of awesome stuff and then me leaving being like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do that. But both of you are a captain and a player I don't have or am getting. <laughs> so I don't know I mean, what there's I'm going to do. There's a lot of good options. I mean, this this shows, you know, how many there are in the same ballpark. I know that Spurs yeah. are ahead, but then there's, there's risks with both Kane and Son as well. Obviously, they didn't even look, yeah. you know, Son didn't look very good. Kane looked very good when he came on. Yeah, he missed a sitter, um, didn't he? He tried to nutmeg I mean, the keeper. If, if you wanted work. to be safe, I think this week you just go Bruno. Yeah. You can make a case for Salah. You can always make a case for Salah, even at home to, to Chelsea. Um, there's there's so many options. And I just think it's a good week to go for a, a fun one. But this, is usually feeling... the weeks, this is usually the week that I would pick a fun one because there's so many options. It, like It's the one time, like I, it's like a wee treat for me, you know, like being a being a very conservative pick the best like having captain. A McDonald's yeah, or something. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like a wee yeah. Burger King. But it's a good <laughs> to note for the people who are listening, the difference between Antonio's in third and Wilson, who is uh, eighth, is less than two points. So the Kane's highest fourteen point seven, lowest is Mara's at nine point six. And then between third and eighth is t- you know eleven point eight and ten point three. So these are very 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 similar scores all the way through there. So Antonio, Bruno, Ings, Vardy, Salah, Wilson, um, are all are all kicking about. I the even same put Deli Ali in there actually because we he's not he's not someone we discussed. Um, obviously he'd be on pens if Kane doesn't play. So then I guess if we get win that Kane's not playing, maybe Deli Ali could be an option. But then he's been playing <laughs> a little bit deeper. Um, now we're going down a rabbit hole where Deli Ali is being mentioned, and I don't well, want to be a part of it. <laughs> I think it's just because of the fixture, though. Because I mean, obviously, yeah. Spurs have what's on paper the best fixture. How much you know, is Watford it? away from home? So, as in Watford are playing from away from home, Spurs are at home. So, I guess it's just trying to jump on that, and that again is maybe you might. I mean, imagine Kane and Son were both out, then you uh, might get Deli Ali up top. That'd be crazy. He's six point five so, yeah. million. He's the like, same like, price as Rafina. That's too much. I want Rafina. All right, cool. Just double We're talking check. captaincy, though. We're not talking, you know, people might be bringing players in for this week and then getting rid of them. That's with true. Either a... That's so, true, for sure. Yeah, so I think it's a good week to, you know, if you pick your captain, you a lot of people might not own their captain right now. Maybe you don't own your captain, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if so, if you want to join the Patreon, uh, sorry, not the Patreon League, if you want to join the FPL Surgery Podcast League, the code for that is 4U2742. Obviously, we're mid-game week, so we don't have the updated league tables. Um, but I'm sure we have that back again next week. And now we've got a few different... Well, actually, we had a lot of questions. So we're going we're to try and get through as many as we possibly can. 
So we will start with FPL Bowett at Anfield. We've sort of covered this already. So in your views, which formation is showing more value right now in optimizing your points? 4-3-3, 3-5-2 or 3-4-3? So we did have, you know, that discussion on it earlier. But just just to clarify, so Sophie, I mean, which formation did you think was, you know, best at the moment? And obviously this can change every week, really, can't it? But... <laughs> At the moment, I prefer five in midfield because there's just so much value in those cheap midfielders at the moment. Yeah, totally agree. And you with that as well, Dave. Yeah, 100%. But then also, I would say that if you were 3-4-3 right now, then the best you could do is 3-4-3. Like, I don't think I would be chopping and changing my formation game week two. I think that's a wild card decision or or maybe max if you're like really, really, really need the money and you're downgrading and you've got the two free transfers. But I don't think that I would, I think the the optimum strategy would be to keep what you're doing just now because that's what you've started with and it would be an overhaul and we're not, we're not at overhaul stage yet. I mean, game week one was great for most people. Game week two has been pretty good for most people. We're all in the same kind of ballpark with points. I don't think you need to deviate too much from your original starting point. No, I think it's yeah, it's a big like as if you're if you're doing a mini wild card or something, then yeah. maybe you look at changing formations. I do think maybe four at the back will become more popular as we're trying to squeeze more premiums in. You can get these like four million and four point five million defenders that you can actually start, and then you can get more premiums in. Yeah. So, I mean, I was looking at four four two preseason, so I, I, yeah. I agree with you both. Three five two at the moment, but it could well become like four at the back pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so we've got a question from Joe who's saying, would you go with an all-European squad just to avoid quarantine rules? Um, I mean, I guess we're, we're going to have to leave that one. I put it in earlier, but I think we're just going to have to wait, wait till Wednesday. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do that off the top of my head. Um, the answer is no, because there's so many I good mean, players. I mean, I, I, guess the, I guess it really is, because we need to wait to see what happens, because it has played... It's my, I would have done Rafinha in, like, last week, if... I'd know if I'd known what was going on, but I didn't. So because we don't know if he's going to play game week four. But if you ha- say, for example, you did know what was going on before game week one, would that have stopped you from putting Sal in your team? Because you would have missed out on the, you know, the the hall. I mean, people took Rafinha out last minute on their game week one teams. I know, but Rafinha is like, di- different, right? Because he's 6.5. There's other options, but like the difference between taking Rafinha out last minute and Sal out last minute would be mental. Like Salah... What- Oh, but it looks like Salah's gonna. Oh, we know that now. Okay, but that's what well, I mean. We didn't know about um, him game week one. But that's what I'm it saying. Was, if you did know that the, he was a problem, so it was the Brazilian players that were the worry game week one. Ah, okay, fair play. Yeah. Would you go with an all European squad just to avoid the quarantine rules? No, because I would want you know Salah. <laughs> that's what, yeah. how I'm looking at it. Yeah, we move on. Um, the beastly <laughs> D, the top six in my. In my league, all captain Salah, including me. At what point do I try and go for a differential and moving on? Also freeing up some cash for Son slash Lukaku. So should we go to you first, Sophie? Are you considering Salah out in in the future? Not really, no. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just struggle with um, finding, a, justifying it. <laughs> because there, he, you just know he's so good and has always been and he always has the potential to hat-trick. But, I mean, I think this is a, a season where we could potentially see that there are other premiums that, that could offer just as much. So yeah. uh, it's it's actually very hard to say no or yes at this point because you've got Lukaku and potentially Kane as well. You can both be great. And Son for 10 million, so... 
Oh, so many good players. I know. So little time and money. I feel like we all need an extra five million. Um, it would be nice. I saw a lot of people talking about Salah, Salah out um, earlier in the week. There is a, there, there might be a time in a few weeks when you could consider it, but I'm actually going to try and keep Salah all season. Yeah. You know, after speaking, like, obviously, to managers like Stefan and we did our eight simple rules, I think I'm too happy getting rid of someone like Salah. So I'm going to try and just stick with him. I know Mikhail Tokfam as well. He also thinks Salah's underpriced. <laughs> Which is you know, crazy. Which is yeah, crazy. This guy, said, the Beast, Beastly D, who, who asked this question, says, the top six in my league all captain Salah, including me. So I think what he's he's trying to get at is is when is the right time to start deviating from the template? And I would say, like, you know, in 10 oh, game weeks oh, time, like yeah, you've got a whole season, you don't need to start thinking or asking podcasts this question. Like, this is way too early to start talking about this stuff for yeah, sure. But no, but thank, thank you for your question. <laughs> Maybe yeah, look like an asshole. You can already deviate by captaining someone else. So that's true. A captaincy does hold a lot more weight than just like having a player or yeah yeah a hundred percent we're usually not blessed with a game week three multi-captain option usually it's between two players for the first like six game weeks or whatever um whereas in game week three now we've just went through them there's there's like 10 options so uh you won't have this problem next week beastly d i'm excited for this next question yeah what so FPL Dave <laughs> again asking for team advice on his own pod. Uh, what upgrade would you prioritise, Calvert Lewin or Son? So, Correct. I mean, Sophie, you can answer this for FPL Dave. If it's for one week only, maybe Son, but he didn't look great this mm. uh, weekend. I, I, I would prioritise the DCL probably. I would, me personally. I uh, I don't know this person directly, but I reckon it's not just for one game week. So does that change your thinking? <laughs> yeah, I would go for DCL. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, me too. Nice. I think I would do that too. I, I'm not answering that one because this person's one point ahead of me. <laughs> me, answer it. You better answer it. I'm gonna be very upset if you don't, or I'm not gonna start writing questions in, and I'm gonna boycott the pod. <laughs> you're gonna start making burner accounts. Yeah, and start asking maybe. questions. Aye. What seriously though? What would you do? So, because you've got Maras, right? So, would you want to go up to Son or downgrade him and get DCL in? I'd go for Son if I was going to captain him. Oh, but like I said before, I do I do up. like DCL. But obviously, I've got my own idea in my head that I definitely want a premium striker. Yeah, and we will. So get to it would be so Son in, but then it would be Son out quick, quite couple of weeks after that, really, and then you're delaying getting Lukaku or Kane. Yeah. I'm actually very, very close to getting Son in just for a week because of what we talked about today with the captaincy. The captaincy. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I mean, that's why I'm looking at Kane because I mean, I might not have Kane long. It might go straight, straight to Lukaku, but it's just chasing that captaincy. And I mean, it can go wrong, can't it? You can bring someone in for one week, Bruno scores a hat trick again. It's like, oh, why did I do that? But (laughs) it can also go very, very right. Yeah. Um, And the other thing about owning Son is that my team would look a lot like dice mans and i don't know if that's a good thing these days or not <laughs> uh c and g asked the next question who are the template players we should be moving out what great question sophie what template players have you got in your team that you want rid of oh my whole team is template um yeah i actually don't want to get rid of anyone they're doing quite well yeah well we can't all be that lucky we've got tony and we've got to talk about him <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but tony i think i mean He's he's just not been lucky yet. Yeah. 
Um, so it's that sort of depends. Like if you have, if he's the most pressing issue in your team, then prioritize that. But mm-hmm. he's not a must. He's not a person who has to go. Um, Mares is sort of like you've been talking about quite a lot. Maybe one I would consider just because he's so expensive, mm-hmm. and um, by selling him you can afford quite a lot of the players. Or yeah, if you have chances, you can, you can uh, do something there. So I think maybe Mara's out of the template. Uh, but but he they play Arsenal, so it's it's tough. Uh, I think a lot of the template players have really good fixtures next week. Yeah, uh, for sure. So that's why a lot of people aren't really. Uh, trans uh, or are just rolling one transfer uh, for the international break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The, the 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 problem is the international break is soon. We don't want to be doing too much and mi- mixing too much. But like Rich, you said that Jesus w- looked so good that he was potentially going to be playing right wing again, which is really annoying. So Maris seems yeah. out. But I wouldn't say Maris is totally template. Which is which is what the question like I've wrote a little thing saying that I wanted to get rid of like who's on the chopping block for me was Mares, Tony, Shaw, and Simicass. Simicass obviously because he's probably not gonna play gaming three. Shaw, I know he's great. I know that he has done really well. He got two bonus despite, you know, not getting any returns, not even a clean sheet. Like I, I get it, guys. I'm not anti Shaw before you all start shouting at me like Twitter did. However, um <laughs> he's five point five million and I could drop him down to a four point five million and uh and and i could upgrade you know tony to dcl or whatever um so the difference is you're selling you're talking about selling template players to enable you to get other players so obviously the players you're mentioning they haven't haven't done anything wrong no i know but that's exactly but that's the problem like but this question is great because there hasn't actually been that much poor quality for the template players no exactly and sophie's right with you know, with with Mares, obviously, obviously, I, I get what you're saying, Dave. Is Mares isn't template, but it's probably as close to the template as you can get for a player you like need to get rid of. And even then, it is yeah. Pep, so he he could play, he could sting. Um, even Gundogan, he's not obviously not as popular as Mares, but he's still quite <laughs> owned. I would keep Gundogan, but I might need to move him on for other reasons. But he, you know, he's been taking set pieces. He was. Quite unlucky not to return. Even the own goal, he was he was following the ball into the net. He wasn't he was never going to get to it, but you yeah. know he could have returned. So Gundogan would be a player I'd be happy with. So actual template players, I don't think anyone you need to sell really, apart from yeah. Simakas. There play. is, um, I mean, there's okay. He's not template. I thought maybe more people owned him because I'm just reading now. We're not watching the game, so it's hard for us. To actually say how, how players are looking, but based on what people are writing, Barnes isn't doing much again. Um, but he's not really that heavily owned, and he faces Norwich next week. So, I mean, if he's bad against Norwich as well, he's out of my team, definitely, because he's been a weak link for two weeks now if that game continue, if he continues to look bad this game. Yeah, and he's got Norwich next, so it'll be... Obviously, it's going to be really difficult yeah, for the... people to to take him yeah, out. You don't, you don't take him out before Norwich. It would have to be after Norwich. What if his price is dropping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, don't, I don't want to sell a player that faces Norwich next. It's even if they've not been looking great. It's just meh. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on because we've still got quite a few questions um, to get it. through. We're trying to get through as many as we can before we before we move on. Um, so Emma. Said now Slack channel, love you, lovely having Sophie on the pod, encourages more women to take part in the FPL community. 
My question is, how do you give your team the edge when the Twitter template is so strong and widely adopted? And do you use stats for this? Great this question. overlaps quite nicely, actually, with Kaz's question, which is thoughts on XG. So, <laughs> you know, what I guess what kind of stats do you use and how, how do you get an edge? I don't use stats. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, but, but, but I sort of do it, but like indirectly, because I listen to you guys, I listen to tons of podcasts. So I sort of get the numbers through you guys and I trust your judgment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so even though I got the stats wrong at the start of the pod. <laughs> yeah, so that was a trust issue. But um, no, but I watch the games and when like a player when I think a player looks really good and someone mentions just on, on a pod that he was uh, had like seven shots uh, or something like that, then that reinforces what I've seen. And that makes me more sure of like my own eye test or, but yeah. uh, I don't really use um, stats much, but I'm trying uh, <laughs> when I was banned from Twitter yesterday, I was sliding into Kaz's DMs, wondering about XG and stuff like that. So I'm, I might be trying to use stats more this season because I think that a lot of people who use stats actively did pretty well last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try using more of it, but it until now I've only used like my eyes and listening to podcasts and not really been looking into the numbers myself. One thing funny about stats, and I've thought this before and I do think they help. Um, but obviously people who are really into stats do tend to do well at FPL, but Mm. it's also because they're spending because they're into stats and FPL, they're spending a lot of time on it as well. So there is that because you're not going to get someone who, who only does eye test, um, that doesn't take and plays FPL that doesn't take it that seriously. Yeah. You see what I mean? So they're quite a hardcore bunch. Yeah. Um in in the first place. Fair play. I'm 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 having a look. So my question is how how do you give your team the edge when the Twitter Twitter template is so strong? I think first of all Twitter is such a little bubble and we don't all, you know, like the Twitter template versus the overall template is so different. Um but also like like we've said already in this pod, the absolute best time to start deviating is nowhere near game week two. Like, you know, we'll see the Twitter template is going to totally diverge because of Chelsea alone. And there's so many places that every Mares owner can go from here um, that you're going to see a lot of differentials popping up without you even having to do anything. So my answer would just be to the best thing you could do for your team to differentiate between others is let them make mistakes, let them do it and you stay stay true to the template because we've said that before for the last question right that no one in the template has done anything wrong so you'd be transferring them out just because there's shiny things elsewhere which we all know is something that we're trying to avoid at the start of the season yeah yeah let's let's we've got time for one more question go for it so we're going to go to mad hatter's question um which was basically four million defenders or 4.1 by the time we pod which it is in the case with duffy Mm mm-hmm um, basically saying, should we get one, both, or neither? I, I guess we've touched on this a little bit before already, and I, it must be team dependent. I mean, what, what do you think, Sophie? I mean, if someone hasn't got anything to do, they all seem like pretty decent options. They do, but there's also this, I think there is a time limit on Duffy, probably, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, it's hard to speculate in that, but... Um, that guy from uh, Southampton seems to be the one that's probably most safe. Um, so he's 
And apparently he looked really good in the weekend as well. I didn't get to watch the game, but he was man of the match, I think. So he did very well. Uh, yeah. So, but Southampton also concede goals. So you're not getting a lot of clean sheets there. But it's it's good for the bench to have like a playing for nil defender. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to actually use him. But but when we have so many premiums that we want, um, I think I'd stick with one, and I'd probably go for. Uh, Libramento just because uh, it's nice to have a playing for oh that you're certain will play for a while. What yeah, about yeah. you guys? He's got a lot of hype. Like um, he did look good, but his like stats. We go into stats again. His stats did not look good, as in you know the expected goal involvement. Mm-hmm. So it could be slightly overblown. But you know you can't you can't ignore four million defenders, and if you need one, there's there's plenty of good ones. I think he so, had two we- shots in the game that I remember. Uh, from outside the box, like just a pop yeah, shot. Yeah, so his and it was against was like and it was against Man United. Like that's pretty good for a wee guy to get in and about the ball in a point where he's happy to shoot against David de Gea and is only his second game in the season, like of of playing in the Premier League regularly. I like that. I like. I think he's gonna he's gonna do well. And yeah, and I mean, I guess that's where you know if you go for some if you want to go for shots over over xg obviously they weren't high quality high quality chances and, and i don't think he will get high quality he's not alonzo like he's not in the box i don't think that's the way southampton again, will play we don't know like it, that's true he could be alonzo see when the fixtures turn and see if he keeps his spot because obviously carl walker peters is there as well so oh that's they a all thing have to note, though. he came on didn't he and he, he started on the other or he came on for the other side and they left livermento on the pitch right Did, yeah i'm not making that up right that happened so I mean, yeah, he came on and Livermento stayed, stayed on, on stayed on the pitch. So yeah, I mean, that's 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 important to note. No? Yeah, I st- I still like Duffy, and he could he could nail down a spot. Lanty's so injury prone. Yeah, you just, you just never yeah. know. And it's the, it's he's doing what Dunk could do. I really wanted Dunk at five million, and Duffy's doing that. And I'm kind of annoyed he's gone up point one. And I don't know if I'm going to look at changing the defender now. I think he's worth the gamble. There's always these players like Dallas, like you know Dallas. Oh, he won't play in midfield much longer, and then you know. 100 and whatever points he got later in the season, you're like, oh, I wish I'd gone True. for Dallas. And True. Lundstrom, oh, it won't continue. So I do, I do like getting on these players early. And I mean, Duffy, with those fixtures, playing for that team. Um, oh, you just popped something up, Dave. Um, we'll no, no, move on anyway, because we've got to get through um, got to get through our teams as well. So we, we'll start with Sophie's team. So obviously you, you've done a transfer already. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am trying to find it. I can't find it because it's not on the. Oh, there we go. Here we go. There we go. Bam. Got it. Bam, yeah. And there's your team on the screen just now for everyone to see. Yeah. So Barnes will probably not be my vice captain next week. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so we've got. I don't know. Do you want me to like walk, say the players? Nah, just just talk about what the transfers you've already done, what you're thinking. Yeah. Your your teams. We spoke about the team earlier, so people know what you've got yeah. cooking. It's, it's very template. Um, yeah. I transferred out Ben White as an early transfer, and I got in Connor Cody from Wolves. Um, not really planning on playing him this week, but didn't really have any transfers that looked uh like I needed to make this week, so. Um, transferring out Ben White for him made sense because Wolves Wolves have nice fixtures from game week four. So I was sort of thinking that hmm, might get a defender who I can play mm-hmm. and 
going forward. So that's basically why I went for him. And uh, other than that, all my players have decent games next week, basically. Yeah, it's such an interesting transfer. Um, I checked the the hub fixture ticker, and in the next six games from game week three to game week eight, I think it was, um, Wolves have the best fixtures. So there's a decent shout. They haven't looked terrible. They don't look very good at attack, but that was kind of their 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 thing last season as well. But just for yeah. a, a cheap defender, I like it. I mean, Troy, yeah, Troy always getting the stats, isn't he? Yeah, I also heard that he might be going to Spurs. Rumored to Spurs, That'd yeah. Be great, I would well buy him. That'd be amazing. But um, are you thinking of what? You, what else are you thinking for your your second free transfer? My second tree tree transfer. <laughs> Well, Irish? probably just be rolled <laughs> until next week. Yeah, and you're going to save the two, so you can have two for the game week four when the, yeah. the mayhem starts. Very boring, but with all that information, with the quarantine stuff, it just seems like a, a valid thing to save one. Yeah, yeah, and you've got Antonio locked in as your, as your captain, it sounds like. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, I think so. I don't think that's going to change. Maybe Ben Rama instead, if I want to feel, if I want to be extra spicy. That's really spicy, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I've I've done it before, and he got an assist. <laughs> there you go, sorted. Nice. Um, is it my so turn you, next? You're up next, Dave. All right. So I've what put ideas in... have you got from this pod? And now we're going to claim as your, your transfers <laughs> for the week. <laughs> so transfers will be uh, Maras to Son. No, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Barnes is is, is playing rubbish. And yeah. I really don't want him to go down in price because I'm it's already... It's only half time. Although they are down to 10 men. Yeah, I've I seen the tackle too there. I was having a wee look and it is... Oh, you're it, watching the game. I thought, was, I thought you seemed a bit distant. It was rough. <laughs> it was No, but that tackle was worth not listening to you. you get, oh my goodness, it was bad. Um, So he's off and uh, yeah, it is half time. But, but I don't think Barnes are going to do anything else with 10 men. So if Barnes looks like he is dropping in price which I don't think he will because he's got Norwich. But if that is happening, then I will be getting rid of him. Oh, you're such a bad person. Um, <laughs> but if, uh, yeah, so that is that is worth me saving my transfer to the last second for. Um, other options are for me to wait for Simicast to go up in price and then just do a straight Simicast to Livermento, Ings to DCL, and it would just be to get, get over it. However, I have got Ings captain just now on my team in front of me. Um, and I do like the look of that, but the problem is obviously, you know, I don't have the Son or the Antonio, who will mm. probably be and the Brentford, highest owned. Brentford haven't conceded yet. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's going to be in. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk can you out of it. it. You can, <laughs> mate. I'm so easily swayed too. You do you, Dave. You um, do you. Just captain Shaw and get get it over with. Um, other options <laughs> for me was to downgrade Maras to someone six point five million priced and upgrade tony to dcl and just sort that out um asap and then the last but not not least was to just do this simicast transfer um when his price goes up get that over and done with and then save my transfer for for the week after because yeah all my all my players have good fixtures the only ones that look dodgy are liverpool and i'm not going to do anything with that um and maras now but now you've told me about jesus playing on the right so I'm going to have to sit with that for a bit. And it's Pep. So, I mean, that could be that could be a span. I, I mean, last night I really wanted Mares, And it was only when, 
you know, I found out how well Jesus had played because obviously I was I was away at the weekend. So yeah. I didn't watch the Man City game. I only he watched the highlights well. of it. Um, so I didn't realize how well Jesus played. But who knows with Pep? Maybe it's nice to get rid of get rid of Mares as well. Yeah, I was thinking if I was gonna get rid of Mares and I still hadn't made a decision on whether I wanted Lukaku or not, or or whether I wanted to upgrade to DCL from Tony or Ings, or if I hadn't made a decision, what I was gonna do is just drop Mares to a relatively cheap player and leave my options open for the week after. Like just get rid of Mares. You love money only. in the bank. I do. I like it makes like me John feel Cena. safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see me or the money in my bank. No, I really like it because um, it makes me feel safe at night. Like I never have to, if I've, if I've got money in the bank, I don't need to worry about where my next meal's coming from, how I'm going to afford the next shiny player. I can worry, always just... worry about where your points are coming from though. Nah, well, I've never actually had that problem either. With money in the bank, like if I, if I had uh, Rafina in there instead of Maris, right? It would still be a great team. I'm not losing out too much, um, True. and it and it and it means that you know when when inevitably Barnes is gonna drop drop in price, maybe not this week, but if he blanks against Norwich, he definitely will. Then I could go up to Son or I can go up to whoever, and and I, I won't have to worry about it because I've got money in the bank. I think people are really sleeping on just having like three million sitting in the bank at any one time. Yeah, it's hard so when you've got players like Lukaku knocking around. No, but, I know. Um, Eventually, you'll spend it. But let's look at your team, buddy. Yeah. I can't wait for this cane magic. Go for it. Okay. So I was looking. I actually don't mind my team because I've actually got, well, I say I've got a bench. I've got Eiling on the bench, which is better than some people because I went for Webster, Webster over Veltman, luckily. Mm-hmm. Me too. Now, Thanks I was looking that. at just doing like some, some miscasts last night to to Duffy. I was thinking about that, but then I got a bit scared about Mares, you know, reading all that stuff this morning. So the way I can get to Kane is I'd have to remove Mares, Gundogan, and Tony. Then I bring in Kane, Saar, and Gilmore. Kane, Saar, and Gilmore. So you'd be um, going I'd, for... I'd play a 4-4-2. Oh, I'd play mate. a 4-4-2. I'd have Antonio and Kane up front. I'd have Salah, Bruno, Saar, and Ben Rama. <laughs> then I'd play four at the back. So Trent, Shaw, Webster, and Eiling. And then a transfer next week, I'd sort that defence out a bit more. Because I'd... You know, I could do Simiskas. I don't know why I keep saying his name different every time. Simikas. Yeah, um, we need to I'd, practice. I'd do him to whoever. Wait, so that means your bench would be just pants, the whole thing. Scarlet, Gilmore, um, I mean, I'd have, I'd have Scarlet, Scarlet, Gilmore, and whatever defender I bring in. That's so horrible. I, my only non-playing player would be Scarlet. And it's it's very short term. This is before wildcard. Yeah. Like I'd almost rather have, you know, I could have Salah, Fernandez, and this could change. You know, if I don't think Kane's going to play, but I'd have Salah, Fernandez, and Kane. I'll still have Trent and Shaw. I like mm-hmm. the Brighton defenders. I like Ben Rama and Antonio. Why not? Like I'd rather it than lots of little safe players like oh Mares, Gundogan, stuff like that. And would the wildcard say- come shortly after? It doesn't. Have, I mean, also another thing I haven't mentioned about this. If I go for Kane, I'd probably end up doing Kane down to Lukaku, which would free up a million, which I could then put into, yeah, you know, upgrading the bench it. even further. So I'm getting a captain in for a week. I'll probably have to do transfers quite quickly after. So you would have a six point five million. No, you you would keep Antonio, right? Not Tony. I have Antonio and Kane up front. Right. Okay. So Antonio Sala, would be seven point five million. Then you'd have a Ben Rama. Yeah. Sar and Ben Rama. Fernandez Salah. That's twelve. Twelve point five. A six and, and a six. Cap- captain Kane at home. Home to Watford. It's a good captaincy though. It's, to it's, be fair. it's possible. It's possible. And Kane could still drop as well. 
All right, what do, do you it. think, Sophie? Do it, do it right now, live <laughs> on the pod. It does sound good, though. Like, I, it does look good on paper. On paper, yeah. And it would be paper-thin bench. But, I mean, it's the only way I could do it. And I, obviously, I could go straight to Lukaku, but I'd like Kane as captain this week. You'd be cool playing Sar all the time. Yeah, Sar and be... Ben Rama, I'd be happy. Yeah. Watford's fixtures get a little bit better soon. I like Ben Rama. Okay. And, I mean, there's, we get future transfers. Uh, do you know, the only thing I actually don't like about it is I'd lose Tony. I'd actually be a bit sad about that because I think Tony for 6.5 is a very, very good enabler. But I'd ha- then I'd end up having to do a minus eight instead of a minus four to keep Tony. And yeah, then it, then I'm getting into silly territory. You know what? Best case scenario for you is Antonio gets injured in the next two minutes. Antonio gets injured, that. his hamstrings anyway, go, and anyway. then, <laughs> and then it, that means you're saving a million. You don't have to get rid of Tony. It's Monday anyway, but that's that's how I can get Kane. I would then have the best captain option. If I don't do that, I'll probably just captain Antonio, like like you are, Sophie. I think he's a great captain option, and Dave's going to be in serious trouble next weekend. Ah, he'll um, be fine. We move on to our feedback segment. So our feedback was actually from Sophie. I put it in because I thought it was funny to include oh. the guest the guest feedback. Um, <laughs> Sophie said, "Great episode as always, guys." So th- thanks, Sophie. Thanks very much. What do you call it? Brown nose my way onto the pod. Brown nose, and yeah. Yeah. See, if you write good feedback, you can come That's on the true. pod. That's true. That's yeah. true. But if you ask to be on the pod and you don't give us good feedback, then you're absolutely not <laughs> getting on. <laughs> do you know what? I prob- it, was, it was a coincidence. We were actually going to message you anyway. And then it just so happens you wrote that as well. And it's like, oh, yeah. Perfect. There you go. Sorted. <laughs> um, again, you can sign up for Hub in the description. We've been using all their stats today. And they're fixed. We have, tickers. and I actually messed up the plug earlier in the pod, and I've then mentioned it four times since. But yeah, go. all the stats we've used at Fantasy Football Hub, and yeah, links in the description. And Rich will use them properly next time. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be easy. It'll be easy yeah. peasy. Um, what's the score? Does anyone know? Is it still 1 0? I know yeah. we're finishing the pod. I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to double check. Keep mentioning the score. People listening have already, already know the score. No, I know. So. I'm just really sad that Bar- <laughs> has Barnes squared his hat trick yet. All right, fine. Finish yeah. the pod up. Go for it. But yeah. No, Sophie, thank you very much for coming on. Um, um, do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, obviously, you mentioned your pod. So, how can people listen to that? How can mm. people find you on you know various yeah. social medias? Yeah. It's, it's in, like a TV show, but it's in Norwegian and it's on a Norwegian <laughs> site. So um, it's called football. It's on football TV is what it's called. It's like a Norwegian football web based um, thing. Cool. Um, yeah. So platform is probably what you call it. Um, so, yeah, I have a weekly fantasy show there with two others. It's like and- actual TV. Is that right? Yeah, but it's not like on t- television. You, it's yeah. it's like on apps and stuff like that. So we're actually having you know, Stefan, um, who used to be a co-host on the surgery on in a couple of weeks, which should be fun. Um, yeah, and people can follow me on Twitter, uh, which is a hard uh, Twitter handle to <laughs> say, yeah, it but is. it's like Aprisidius. So you can try to figure out how to write that. So oh. for, for anyone who can only speak English like myself, it's kind of like apples in juice, but just spelled a little bit weird. Just spelled really wrong. Yeah. I, I kept trying to tag you on tweets earlier and kept spelling it wrong. Um, <laughs> like, because, yeah, it's like apples, but yeah. E-L-S, and then juice is J-U-S-S. Basically, go. go on our Twitter. You can find Sophie's Twitter there from there. Yeah. Easy peasy. So instead of and we do have a lot of, uh, uh, of people listening who do speak in the same language as, as what your podcast will be on so you know 
there you go. You can check. You definitely check it. I'm going to. And I won't be able to to know what's going on. I want to have a look. I just want to have a look <laughs> and see what's going on. You don't um, know what's going on anyway. I'm gonna. I'm, I know. I think that's totally I'm true. But thank you, everyone, for joining. I us almost today. thought that sounded too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely 100 spot on. Thank you very much for joining us in the chat today, listening, and we will be back next Monday, half seven. And we don't know who the... Oh, we're not allowed to say who the guest is. That's what it is. But it's going to be good. But until then, Rich... Pop the pod. Sophie. The pod. Yeah, up the pod, guys. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Thanks, Sophie, and thanks, everyone, for watching. Bye. Bye.